0: Welcome to Out of Curiosity, your field guide to queer pride. This is a production of Pride and Joy Foundation, and I'm your host, Elena Joy, pronouns she, her. You have found a bonus episode. Our theme this year is your voice, your power. We are using it to pursue our mission of preventing suicide and homelessness in our LGBTQ community by amplifying your voice and your power Our bonus episodes feature the voices of the most recent graduates of our Keynote Queers program. This is our eight-week online course just for LGBTQ participants, to learn public speaking skills, as well as the knowledge to build public speaking into an extra form of income. Whether our participants were pitching their own small business, or up-leveling their presentation skills for their corporate career, or just learning how to effectively move audiences to take action, Our keynote queers gave a hell of a graduation presentation, and we are here to share it with you. Can you even imagine squishing an entire keynote into just 10 minutes? This is considered expert-level skills in the public speaking world, and it was our graduates' capstone project. Check back in the summer of 2023 to hear from another keynote queer graduate. Now let's get to it. Nikki sleeping is our next keynote queer, pronouns she, they. Nikki is the executive director and founder of Queer Space Collective, an organization committed to creating space for LGBTQ youth to feel safe and empowered to be their true selves. They have been providing leadership in both for-profit and nonprofit spaces for over 20 years and have a diverse background in strategic partnerships, business development, program oversight, and financial management. I am so excited to share with you Nikki's talk entitled Showing Up for the Next Generation.
1: I love to travel. I love to travel around the world, meet new people, explore new places, taste new foods. I also, from a very young age, have been super passionate about making the world a better place, a more peaceful place. These were two perfect passions for a career in international development. I met with farmers and agribusinesses, worked with them on developing innovative solutions to make their lives and the lives of their communities more prosperous. I traveled to places like Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Kenya, Tanzania, Ethiopia, Rwanda, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Egypt, so many places. And I loved it, it was so amazing. Every time I would come home though, I would drive through my North Minneapolis neighborhood and I would think, this work that I'm doing is so important, but who's developing my neighborhood? I was chatting with my friend John in my MBA program. We were in a social entrepreneurship class together and he was telling me about his deep concerns about the LGBTQ+ plus youth in our community and the mental health crisis that he was seeing. He told me queer and trans youth were four times more likely to attempt suicide than their hetero peers. He also told me that 85 percent of them were experiencing discrimination at school and out in the community. Together, we worked on a project together called Spark Connect, an LGBTQ+ plus intergenerational mentorship program. We pitched it to our class. I had goosebumps. Some people had tears. It's now 2020. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. The whole world is shut down. I was sheltering in place with my family. George Floyd had been murdered in the neighborhood where I grew up. And many of us were taking a step back and thinking, What are we doing on this planet? What are we doing with our time, our energy? Are we contributing to projects that help create more equity in the world? Are we spending our time on people and projects where we feel passion? I pulled Spark Connect off the shelf and pitched it for an innovation competition. I got fourth place. But what was more amazing was all of the energy that was generated when I started talking to people about intergenerational mentorship, about showing up for our LGBTQ youth. Nikki, we have to do this. Our kids need this. How can I help? A few months later, I left my corporate gig and launched Queer Space Collective, an organization committed to creating space for LGBTQ youth to feel safe and empowered to be their true selves. Okay, I didn't know anything about mentorship. I had never been a big brother or a big sister. I knew nothing about formal mentorship programs. But I grew up in the 90s with a gay mom. I'll never forget the day she came out to me. She sat me down at our kitchen table. The house was eerily quiet. I had three siblings. I'm not sure where they were. And she said, Nikki, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she said, have you ever noticed how my friends tend to come in pairs? You know, like Barb and Ann, Joy and Marlene. She then proceeded to tell me that her roommate, who had been living with us for a few years, was really her partner. I remember feeling overwhelmed, surprised, but then not really. It's like things were clicking into place but I didn't know any gay people. I had grown up in North Dakota where you didn't even talk about gay people. I didn't know any friends who had gay parents. This was before Ellen, before Will and Grace. This was before the internet. Over my junior high school and high school years, it was amazing. Once I, you know, wrapped my head around this idea of my mom being gay and it kind of resonated with me, I would go to gay pride parades and I was surrounded by all of this queer community. And when I came out a few years later, I already had a whole network of support around me. And with Queer Space, I wanted to give this to them, to the next generation who needs queer adults in their lives. I'll never forget one of the first Queer Space families I met. He had been referred in by a social worker. He was trans. His mom was worried about him. I showed up at his house, knocked on the door. He answered and he had a smile on his face and he was a little bit nervous, but also a little bit excited. And I could tell that he was happy I was there. We talked for a little bit about a mentorship program and he decided he was really excited and he'd love to try it. I came back a few weeks later and this time he answered the door and he was wearing a mini skirt and a tube top and I remember being a little bit confused. Here is this boy who was female assigned at birth who identifies as a boy but now has an expression that's I don't know, I guess what we would think of as more female. A few weeks later, I was thinking about this more and kind of ruminating on this and, and, then it just, and then it just clicked. And I got it on some guttural level that he was just showing up as himself. He was just expressing himself in the way that felt right for him on that day. And I also understood that it's my job not just as a queer space leader, but as a human, to create space for our young people to show up however they want, because they have the right to do that. They have the right to express themselves and be themselves in whatever way that feels good for them. I talked to a lot of parents and I heard, Nikki, you're doing all this training for the mentors and we're so grateful for that. But we also could use training on how to advocate for our LGBTQ plus youth in schools, tips on suicide prevention, ways in which we can better support our young people. So we've brought them along and we started providing training to caregivers. That's what being a young entrepreneurial organization is all about. We get to be responsive to our community. Another parent said, I am so grateful for Queer Space. I was so worried about my kid they used to be this vibrant really engaging interactive young person and then a few years ago everything just went a little dim they were depressed and anxious i was so worried about them but now that they're in your program they're like coming out of their shells again they're like i can see them i can see who they are who they were it's beautiful i'm so grateful last summer We went to YMCA camps all over the Twin City metro area, providing LGBTQ plus inclusivity training. We worked with counselors, ages around 16 to 24. We talked LGBTQ terminology and they looked at me like, I know way more about terminology than you do. And I'm sure they were right. We created space though, for really important conversations. Nikki, we love the queer and trans youth that come to camp. We know that this is a place for them where they can show up as their authentic selves. But we don't always know how to navigate conversations with parents. Some parents don't accept their young people. So how do we use and respect names and pronouns at camp and then also make sure that as we're talking to parents, we're sharing what's appropriate and we're making sure that the kids are still safe at home. Another counselor said, I don't know how to do bathrooms. I don't know how to support non-binary youth in the current bathroom structures that we have. How do we deal with bullying? We didn't have all of the answers because every organization is different, but we created a place and a space and brought in leadership to talk about what works for their organization, what can they do at their camps to create more inclusive spaces. A few weeks ago, we were at Best Buy, their headquarters, and we were training Teen Tech Center staff from across the country. And these are all youth workers asking a lot of the same questions. Nikki, we really wanna show up for queer and trans youth. We just don't always know how. We don't have the resources. I love that I get to do this work. I'm so grateful that I can take my experiences and my talents and contribute them to something that I'm really passionate about and where we need a lot more support. And I know that I alone can't change the world. And I know that queer space can't change the world. But I believe in the words of Archbishop Desmond Tutu, that we can all do a little bit of good where we are, for it's those bits of good put together overwhelm the world. Thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode featuring our keynote career graduates. Coming this fall is the companion course, Outright Authors. This online six-week course is a path to publishing class for queer authors of nonfiction books. If you're a thought leader, a business leader, or just have some amazing nonfiction words that the world needs to hear, we want you in this class. Visit outrightauthors.com for more info. That's outright, O-U-T-W-R-I-T-E, authors.com. A limited number of scholarships will be available. Thank you for joining us, Pride and Joy fam. Until the next episode, be good to yourselves. I appreciate you.